Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello, 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 and uh, welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. This is episode 805, and I have a question. Here's the title. Who do I need to be to create a million dollars? Well, I could be a printing press. I use this funny-looking picture uh, that I got from a AI art platform because it was so funny. It was I prompted the Salvador Dali style, and of course, that's what it looks like. But that doesn't have. And the reason I use it is because I'm thinking when you when you ask the question, "Who do I have to be to create a million dollars?" Sometimes you think, "Well, I got to be this crazy." thing, right? A crazy looking person and do crazy stuff. And that's not true at all. So let's talk about the question. Who do I need to be or who do you need to be? Who do you need to be to create a million dollars? And I ask that not because we worship, not not to encourage joining the religion of money, although some people, you know, act like money's the only thing that matters. And if I have enough money, It'll solve everything. Well, you know what? I used to think that. I used to believe that if I just had more money, everything would be okay. And that was when I was much, much younger. And, you know, I had a good job and my salary was going up and I was making more money. And then I got promotions and and I would jump between companies and make more money. And it looked like I would make that. And you know what happened? It stopped meaning anything. I made more money and more money and more money, and eventually for me it became a a problem and a trap and something negative. So I'm saying that only because it's not about worshiping money or needing, got to have money. But it is a question that I get asked a lot about how to make more money. Now, I'm going to a conference uh, in uh, a couple of days, a couple of days after I'm recording this. I'm leaving to go speak at a conference, and by the time this is up live, I will have spoken at that conference. And the topic that I'm going to speak about is about making money. Now, this is not about infinite banking or being your own banker or investing in crypto or any of those things. Although people make money in all kinds of different ways. Elon Musk made money, invented invented PayPal. And, you know, Steve Jobs and Wozniak did Apple and Jeff Bezos and Amazon. So what you know is that coming up with a good idea and selling it is making money. I have a friend that I know personally that made well over a million, more than one million, selling T-shirts. You know, the Teespring model with all kinds of T-shirts and some good slogans and things, and people like wearing that. So he sold a lot, and he made several million dollars. So what is what are the characteristics of making money? Well, the, the easy way to say it is money follows value. Now, I know there's lots of circumstances where people win lotteries, inherit money, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about without any of weirdness, extraneous or external circumstances that sort of circumvent the normal process. Money follows value. So 
if you want to create a, a million dollars or 10 million, you know, Russell Brunson has his two comma club and that's for people that uh, sell a million dollars through click funnels and they show the click funnel sales pages and prove that they've made their million dollars and they get to join the two comma club. And then there's the two comma X now with a uh, 10 million, right? And the, the value of a million dollars has gone way down. I was a kid, there was a television show, and this is back when TV was black and white, called, I think it was called just The Millionaire. And this guy had a lot of money, I guess, and he was a secret donor, and uh, he had his private secretary or whatever go around and hand somebody a check for a million dollars and see how, what happened in their life and stuff like that. And then that a million dollars was staggering, probably, what, 10 million today, right? I'm not talking about any of that. Do you need more money? Now, there's the operative word need. Would you enjoy more? Do you want to create more? Some people equate, if I want more money, I got to work harder. So I was getting my haircut the other day, and the fellow that was getting giving me the haircut was very friendly, nice, and we got to talking. And he was a refugee, came to Canada, and he was talking about the things that he'd done, and he was really grateful. He said he was so glad to be here, and uh, I think he said he was uh, Syrian. And he came from Syria, and he came with a family, a bunch of seven of them, and he said, told me at one time he'd been working three jobs. Well, that's what he did to make more money, more one job and another and another, and we didn't get into the details of what they all were. Obviously, they weren't three eight-hour-a-day jobs because that's 24 hours. But he felt the need to work more, and that is one way to make more money. So if you work in a place where you can work extra hours or work overtime or if you sell things, uh, you can work more, make more phone calls and then get more skilled at closing deals. And all of those things are paths to more money. But you know all that. So none of that's news. You can go get some training of special kind so that you can get a job or enter a career that is more lucrative right now app creating apps and all of that sort of stuff. AI, artificial intelligence has come out. And uh, I know several people right now, like in the last year, who've created apps, created courses and products to leverage artificial intelligence and make more money doing that. I remember when Zoom exploded, when the pandemic happened, right? We're all staying home. I had been using Zoom for my coaching calls for a long time before that. And I know what it was. I knew what it was, but it was very common for me to talk to somebody and say, we're going to meet on Zoom. And they'd say, what? And so Zoom was not a household word. When the pandemic hit and Zoom exploded, I remember on LinkedIn seeing courses that were offered to teach people uh, how to use Zoom. We'll come in and we'll train your whole office with Zoom and, uh, you know, or we'll, they're all remote now. We'll you know, help them get on remotely and we'll get your business back going because everybody's remote. So they took advantage of that in a good way of that circumstance and created value by offering to train someone. I know a person right now who trains people as speaker, as a speaker. I know a person right now who trains people to sing. I know a person right now trains actors. I know a person right now who is a book Helps people write books. I do that also, but I'm thinking of someone else. I know someone who has opened a television network and is busy creating value in that way, getting people on the network and 
getting advertisers and so forth. So there's all so there's all kinds of ways to make money. I'm reminded of a thing that happened as a kind of a fad many years ago called a pet rock. And you could buy a rock, and it was usually a smooth, small, and sometimes large gray rock, and they'd paint a face on it, and it was a fad. Now, those kind of fads come and go, and so somebody made a good bit of money. And then I'm sure there were stores with a useless inventory of pet rocks when the, when the trend crashed. So let's not talk about specifics now. Let's talk about how you create a million dollars. Well, first of all, if you don't have a good, if, if your income isn't going like this right now, then you know that you can't keep doing what you're doing now and expect to create substantially more money. Now, as obvious as, obvious as that is, you'd be surprised how many people, they don't really believe they can keep doing what they're doing and get a different result, but they hope that. They hope that somehow some lucky thing will blast across their, you know, horizon or into their field of opportunity and they'll get rich. That feeling is what sells seats in cryptocurrency courses, real estate courses, seminar courses, coaching courses, all kinds of things. And some people become successful, but the only reason they become successful is they learn how to create value. Okay? So, here's the question for you. Is your current income trajectory going to move you through a million dollars? If it is, all you have to do is wait. If it isn't, you have to start doing something else. Now, here's... Here's some truth. This whole thing's just going to be about truth. I don't think that your schedule is empty. In fact, most people that I talk to that talk about creating more, adding good to the world, making more money, you know, making a difference, they're busy people. I'm busy, really busy. I'm sure you are too. So if you say, well, I need to, I need to do more. Well, you can't do more. Your 24 hours are used up. So here's a question. What do you need to subtract? Like what things are you filling up your 24 hours in a day with that don't matter? I've never had a circumstance where we go over someone's calendar, someone who's trying to create different things, where we go over the calendar and don't find a ton of time. The question is, what are you willing to give up so that you can add the activities that create value? Now, I know people that have made a lot of money uh, opening Amazon stores and writing books and then selling courses uh, on the backs of those books. All of those things are possible, but they're only possible because they said, all right, I'm going to quit doing this. I'm going to just give some examples. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. No more TV, no more wasted time. I'm not going to do this hobby and that hobby for a year. I'm going to put those aside for a year. I'm going to take all that recaptured time and focus it on this. Here's what happens. I sell courses to help people make money. And that's what I'm going to go talk about this weekend. But what happens most of the time is people will want to write a book or create a course or do something with their existing skills. Brenda Burchard says 
make money with being yourself, being, you know, with your life story. And I absolutely believe and know that's true. And I know a ton of people that are doing that. But what often happens is the, you, me, you go to a seminar, hear that kind of language, and think that because you went to the seminar and you sort of think about it a bit, that somehow the answer will be revealed to you, and it won't. You have to think about what do you need to do more of, what do you want to or need to do less of, what things do you need to start or stop, what do you need to add to your life so that your income trajectory changes, what do you need to subtract from your life so you have time and energy to do whatever that thing is you decide you need to add. And the same thing is do more and do less of. Add and subtract are like binary. Put this in, take this out. More and less of is just an adjustment. One thing that I know 100% certain when I work with someone, something they can all subtract completely from their life is the dialogue of doubt, the dialogue of distraction the dialogue of discouragement. Doubt, distraction, discouragement. Let's talk about those. If I talk to you about you want to make a million dollars, everybody says, oh, yeah. Do you think you can? Uh, I don't know. And a million is just an arbitrary number. A lot more money than you're making now if that's what you want. Doubt, discouragement, and distraction. You, You can eliminate those. What I know for sure, I'm not looking at your face, but I know anyway, you have the ability to add good to the world. You have the ability to create value. I know you have it because you've already been doing that to make money at whatever job you're doing. So I also know you have the ability to create value at a higher level, meaning you're going to make more. I have a friend I saw a post on social today. He's been running a program for nine or 10 years. He's going to end that program. And a whole bunch of people who've been who knew him, been through the program. Oh, dear, oh, dear, why are you doing that? And he said, I'm going to now move to a model where I'm serving more people at a higher level. So he's rearranging the design of his business. But he's doing exactly what I'm saying, and I don't know what the new program is. But it is, okay, I'm going to recreate this so I can add more value. I'm going to add more value. By by restructuring, reorganizing what I'm doing. Okay. That's a, a possibility for you. So here's the, the three things you can eliminate. Eliminate your doubts, distractions, and discouragement. Eliminate your doubts, distractions, and discouragement. Yes, I'm a broken record. Doubts will never build your empire. Doubts will never build your courage. Doubts will never build your heart. Doubts will never build your product, write your book, or create your programs. They just won't. Doubts will never create your ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, so you can get rid of them. That doesn't mean arrogance. It doesn't mean pretending things won't fail. It means never doubt your divinity, your ability to create. Never doubt your ability to create a business. Now, I have an enormous business plan. The numbers are really big. But I And I have absolutely zero doubt that I can create that. I know it can happen. I have no room for doubt. 
I'm inviting you to join me in that thought process. Because nothing comes into our mind unless we think it. So if you doubt something, it's because you think those thoughts. Well, you can not think those thoughts. You think them and they come. You invite them to leave. Michael Singer in his newest, uh, latest book, about a year old now, called uh, Living Untethered, he talks about just letting them out. When those negative things come up, he talks about them running into samskaras, which is a, I forgot which language it's in, but it's a word that means a frozen emotional context, a past thing that causes a negative, a fearful reaction. And so what we do is we push them down. We don't want to feel that. I used to do that. I would think something I didn't want to think. I'd get mad and I'd fight with it. I don't do that anymore. If I think something and I don't like it, I I let it go like a cloud ascending to the sky. Like it it evaporates like water on the hot sidewalk in Phoenix. I found that that method gets rid of stuff way faster. So let it go. I'm not going to fight with it. I'm not going to dwell on it. It's just gone. So eliminate doubts about your ability to create more value. And you don't eliminate them by fighting with them. You don't eliminate them by trying to reason with them. Just let them go. All right. Eliminate discouragement. Now, here's a thing that's true. You're going to have things that don't work. I have that all the time. I rebuilt this computer, not this one that we're talking on right now, but over in the recording studio, I have a really, really high-powered computer. I just rebuilt it, latest gen, i9, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And when I put it together, there were some problems. That could be discouraging, and instead, and so this is a learned behavior. I wasn't born this way. I used to have these things happen. I'd get frustrated and angry, and then that would take, you know, that would delay things, and then I'd... I might go do something else in my frustration, and it it ended up costing both emotional energy and time. Today, what I do is laugh. Hey, this resistance is a symbol and a signal that I'm on the right path. I love it. It's just resistance. And I think about it in terms of Stephen Pressfield's The Resistance. He sort of personifies that feeling. Things are going to push back against you. Think about weightlifting. If you've ever done any kind of physical training program, you know how much gravity pushes back against your muscles. Well, it better you don't grow anything. So things breaking, things not going like you want, they're just going to happen. I've got a funny thing going on with Zoom we talked about earlier right now. I put a new video card in this computer. I've got all the things up to date and this and that and the other. And you know what? Every so often, my uh, both screens lose power. And then my, they'll go black, and then they'll come back. And for any other application that's running, it's no big deal. It's just a momentary lapse. For Zoom, for some reason, it comes back with a white screen. So whoever I'm talking to, I can't see. Now, I found out that when I'm recording, it makes no difference. The recording is perfect. But then I'm staring at a white screen. Why? I don't know. I've updated the drivers. I've updated Zoom. I got a super high-powered power supply, so... Can't be lack of power. No, 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 no. And I built computers, and so I'm, you know, pretty good at that troubleshooting, and I can't fix it. Now, every time it happens, I just laugh, and I work around. No discouragement. You can live in a world with no discouragement. So get rid of your doubts. Get rid of your discouragement. 
Now, distractions are different for everyone. I don't know what your distractions are. My distractions sometimes came out of fear. I would allow myself to be distracted or procrastinate because I was afraid that when I finished it, it wouldn't be good enough. That was particularly true with music. I, I've, I've done a ton of music. I mean, if you look at my name on Spotify, I've got 88 songs up there now. But sometimes I would dither, and how I would dither, I'd go look for that made sure I had the very latest versions of all the plugins I use. Well, there's hundreds of those, and that can take half an hour, an hour to just check all the revs. What a waste of time. And then I finally realized it was a distraction because as long as I was working on something, it was okay. Finishing it was a little scary because then that meant it was done and subject to judgment. Ooh, judgment. So that was one example of distractions. Yours may be completely different. You may get lost on social media or you may do all kinds of other stuff. But they're not going to help you in building your trajectory toward creating more money. So here's what we've talked about so far. Um, Three Ds. Doubts, discouragement, distractions. Those you can eliminate completely. We've talked about looking very carefully at your calendar. What things do you need to add so that you elevate your your financial trajectory? And what things do you need to subtract? Excuse me. And if you look at the things you could subtract and you say, oh, no, but I want to do that then what you're saying is you don't really want additional finances. You don't really want to create that million dollars. You don't. Because if you did, it wouldn't even be a choice. You just quit doing that and go all in with the thing you think you can do. The next thing is to, to think about this. I couldn't make my million, or millions in the case, I couldn't have done that if I hadn't gotten help. Like, I don't know if I eventually would have figured everything out on my own, but it was way faster because I got coached. So I talked to people that had made more money than me and that were doing this and that were very successful at what I was trying to do. So, for example, writing books, creating courses, getting coaching clients, filling my coaching programs, selling the products that I've created. I've talked to and I still talk to tons of people about how to do that better. When I was not in that mode, I used to be afraid of criticism. I was afraid of making mistakes. I was afraid of being wrong. So it was hard for me to have critique because, oh, that meant I was bad. Well, I had to change that story. I love critique. I love people to tell me, well, this isn't very good. Joy and I, my wife and I talk about that all the time and You know, if it isn't working, it isn't working. What do we need to do to fix it? That used to make me frustrated. So we've talked about several things. What are habits you need to get rid of? What are habits you need to add? Empty your life of doubts, distractions, and discouragement. You don't need those, and they won't produce your financial trajectory. Okay? And then another version of that is what attitudes and ideas do you need to let go of? I've talked to plenty of people who don't say this directly, but they have the idea or attitude that they just can't make very much money or they're not worth it or they're not worthy of it or many versions of that. But if I make a lot of money, I'll be a bad person. And all of those things are not true unless you make them true. 
You're of infinite worth because you're a creation of the divine. So you're certainly worth it. But the way the economy works is nobody's going to pour money on you or me or any of us unless we create value. The distractions, the doubts, and the discouragement get in the way of believing that we can create value. And so they stop us. I want to, I want to give you one last thing that is a super powerful um, tool. And that is, you know, you watch science fiction movies, right? The aliens land and they always have some kind of a, a laser or phaser or maser or whatever it is, right? Some kind of a beam. And that beam usually is destructive. It melts things, it sets them on fire, it blows them up or whatever. But it represents power. Power is in that beam, and usually it's for destruction, but I'm going to talk about a way to use your beam, because you have a beam. You have a beam, and it has awesome, awesome power. But it's creative power. It's building power. It's elevating power, and you have that beam. What? Yeah, you do. You do, you do, you do. And here's what it is. We actually have very little. Like the physical things we have, they can evaporate. Our health can evaporate. Our money can evaporate. The economy can go south. Investments can go away. All that can happen. But something you can never lose is your beam. And your beam consists of your time, excuse me, your time, your attention, and your love or your intention. I call it your T-A-L beam. Now, let's use an example. Maybe you know someone who loves their garden, and they spend a lot of time. I know someone who really pays attention to their yard, lawn, no weeds, mowing in those, you know, those directional little things that look really pretty when you look at them from far. They do that. And they put a lot of attention and love into that, and it shows So the most important asset you have is your time. Once it's gone, it's gone. And you have have all the time there is. So that's one thing you have. Your attention is what most of us squander. And this is what I'm talking about when I say, what do you need to do more of, less of, quit, add, all that stuff. And that discouragement, distractions, deflections, whatever, or doubts. They rob you of your attention. You know how it is when you're having a conversation with somebody and they're only half listening. They're looking at their phone or they're kind of on the phone and they're looking at you and that split attention is not very effective. And and we don't feel very good about that either. So you have your attention. You have your time, your attention, and your love or your passion. If you put those three things together, like I can do the dishes, wash dishes, load the dishwasher, unload, whatever, and that takes X amount of time. But my attention might be somewhere else, and then I might drop some or not rent something very well or whatever it is, and then it turns out unsuccessfully, okay? And the passion with which you do something, okay? So let's... You, your time, attention, and love beam. I think of a beam shining out of your face that constitutes your time, attention, and love. Wherever you shine that beam, it will grow. 
Back to my lawn guy. He shines his time, attention, and love on his yard, and it's beautiful. If you want to create money, shine your time, full attention, and absolute passion on creating something valuable. I believe and have seen that the most valuable thing, and people say, well, I don't have anything. You do. The most valuable thing you have is your life experience, your divine gifts, and the skills you've developed. You've developed a set of skills. You sell them right now in some job or in some business. You have natural gifts, your ability to listen. Maybe you have artistic gifts, your ability to be empathetic. I know people that always seem to just know the right thing to say. It's a gift. Who pay attention in a kind way. Those divine gifts are given to us to have success and major impact in this world and in this life. So you have your existing skills, the things you've worked hard to learn how to do. You have your natural gifts. And if you combine those, you have something more. And you have your life experience. I can't tell you the number of people I've interviewed for my podcast, my LA Talk radio show, or just met whose life experience has given them such value. People that have been through this struggle or that struggle or endured torture or death or struggles in their life, and usually it's the struggles, but they teach us something. And most people don't spend the time to figure out how can I take my life experience, what I've learned, my natural gifts and my skills, how can I mold that into an offering that is powerful? How can I do that? And I guarantee you, you can. If you want to, now it's not easy and it doesn't happen by itself. If you want to create a million dollars, find that most valuable gift. That is the combination of your existing skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience. Figure out how you want to package it and offer it to those who need it. That is your most value. That is how you add the most good to the world. It is how you allow people to be grateful by pouring money on you. And then put your time, attention, and love beam full on on that thing. I, I do that, and it works for me. I help clients do it, and it works for them. If you'd like my help with yours, reach out. Please reach out. You can go to the website here. You can connect with me on social if you want to talk directly. If you will go to the website and get my free download, you'll be on my list. But reach out to me on social media if you'd like to talk. Because I know I can help you identify that triumvirate, that connection and collection of your existing skills, natural gifts, and life experience and create that powerful thing that you can use to add good to the world and make all the money that you want because you're adding value. We'll see you tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, twice a week now, in the next episode of Your Ultimate Life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, 
please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your